Thank you for tuning in to the Crimson Flow Biblecast podcast. My family and I really and honestly hope that this podcast helps you grow spiritually, get closer to the Lord, and maybe even give you a tad bit of motivation to help spread the word so that maybe your family and friends will find their way closer as well. Before we get started, I'd like to just take a minute to let you hear from our sponsors. Alright guys, welcome to your Monday morning brief. I figured today, being a Saturday, we talked about the armor of God. Why not today we talk about some of those fiery darts that may be fired at us. And and there may be some that are kind of just like unnoticeable unless you are just totally, I guess, notified (laughs) uh, or told or informed or whatever. But we're going to go in the book of Exodus. And I said I wouldn't dip back into the Old Testament much, but I feel like this is something that's really powerful, kind of struck my mind. And it, it goes along with one of those fiery darts. And some of you may know that I'm going with the story of the golden calf. And we start out in Exodus uh, chapter 32. It says in verse 1, And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand, and fashioned it with a graving tool, after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord's. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And then in verse 7 it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed thereunto, and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Okay, I'm not going to go into any more scripture. Let's just say this. This all started because God told Moses to tell Aaron to stay with the camp and ensure that everybody is following along with the tablets or the commandments that God had given unto Moses for the people. And Aaron didn't exactly stay right there. He, I don't know if he got a little jealous or if, you know, I don't really know what came over him, but he decided that he needed to be a little bit closer. And I feel like when he did, a little bit of his faith kind of faltered a little bit. So there went that one piece of armor that we was talking about. And just like that, something slipped in. The enemy slipped in. And then then he marches back to camp and he sees 
all this complaining, all this everything, they were complaining because Moses was up on the mount for so long, and they needed something, according to them, that they needed to worship or whatever. So he had them bring all the earrings and stuff, and he made a molten calf, and they worshipped it. So in today's time, let's stop and think. What is something that has happened, or what is something that has been invented that causes us to take our eyes off the promise or the salvation or the Lord himself? See, if you stop and think about it, it could be anything. From that sport you always have to watch, or that that video game you've always got to play, from the cell phone you always got to be on, to even even a book that, you know, that's... Maybe not biblical, but you seem to put it above everything else. And there goes along with other scriptures too. Like one time I heard a preacher say, God doesn't want you to get rid of everything for him. But he does want you to be able to let it go if he asked you to. Does that make sense? There is 168 hours in a week. And most of us, sadly, my, I myself included, before I started doing this podcast, only gave him two. That was two hours in church service, if that. Sometimes I didn't even go. So let's think about that. Two hours out of 168. Granted, you're supposed to be asleep 56 hours of that, when I know everybody doesn't get a full eight hours every night. But that's besides the point. We only give him two hours. So, what is occupying our mind? And a lot of people say, well, I I just don't have time. You scroll on Facebook, don't you? You scroll on TikTok. And and don't get me wrong, I am guilty of all these things just as much as the other people. So, I guess in all sense, we could all change just a little bit. But, what is happening here is he made this molten calf because they felt that they had been disconnected from their God because Moses was up on the mount talking to them. They were they were a little jealous, I guess. They were wanting direction. They had no leadership. Aaron was too busy wondering what was going up on the mount. I mean, there was just little, no structure. So what did God do? He raged his judgment and his wrath upon them. And it says... All except for the man named Joshua, the ground opened up and swallowed them all. And that's basically what happened. The ground just opened up like a big uh, crack in the earth, swallowed every one of them except for one man by the name of Joshua. Men, children, women, didn't matter. They were all gone because they all had participated except for Joshua in the worshiping of the molten calf. And if you go... um, into the book of Kings and you learn about the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story where they were thrown into the fiery furnace. Why were they thrown into the fiery furnace? Because they did not worship the statue of the king at that time. There's a lot of times in the Bible where it references worshiping other things other than God himself. And what happens? It doesn't usually end up well. Granted, in the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story, nobody died. From a full judgment of God at that time. But it was proved to the king that the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego 
was the God that needed to be worshipped because he said so right after he looked down into that furnace. The furnace had been turned up seven or so times hotter than what it normally was when they heated it up. And it was so hot that it killed two of the guards that were standing there that threw them in there. And when, when the king looked in there, he's seen four men walking around now. Most of us believe that that fourth man was Jesus in spirit form, walking around protecting them because it says when they come out that their, their clothes were not singed, neither did they have the smell of smoke on them. They were in the same condition than when they got out of there that they were when they went in, if not a little better. So then the king realized that the God of, of them was the one that needed to be worshipped. So let's just remember that if we let our faith falter just a little bit, the faith, there's going to be some fiery darts that's going to come our way. It could happen instantly. It could take some time. You know, but the destruction is just as, as much. It could lead you down a path to where you might get a second chance, or it could be like the people in Exodus. They didn't get that second chance. They worshiped one time, and they were all killed by, by God's judgment. So let's all remember that. And that's all I've got for today's daily devotion. I didn't really mean to scare you because we all know that Jesus is loving. Jesus is forgiving. But God is still just and holy. So God bless y'all. Thank y'all for listening. See you tomorrow.